Wait, Paul, did you just cut out? I cannot hear you. This is disappointing. What's happening? God damn it. song credit for being the song that uh skype's um noise reduction filter most perfectly filtered out uh, <laughs> I heard complete silence for the entire duration of the song uh, wow the first uh, second before the algorithm caught it <laughs> i wonder if that means it's like the most background indie music possible i didn't really feel that way listening to it but um to the, the algorithm says so to the dozens of skype engineers listening to this uh, number one, uh, you can uh, tweet uh, tweet Jessica Simpson at us if you're being held hostage in a basement at Microsoft. And number two, <laughs> give us a way to turn off the noise reduction feature in Skype. It would be really convenient for this Yeah, podcast. or just make it be able to tell when it's friggin' music. Yeah. Um, that's not a crazy thing. Fucking integrate with Skype. I mean, with Spotify. But, yeah, there must be... There must be lovelorn teens doing long distance relationships who are trying to like play each other Spotify mixes across Skype so they can oh. listen together. Yeah, wow. Ooh. And I bet it fucks them up half the time. Shout out to those lovelorn teens. Mm. Shout out yeah. to the guys who have to pretend that uh they heard. <laughs> I guess it's the girls that have to pretend most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> definitely the guys forcing their music on the women. We know yeah. how this goes. Yeah. And the girls are like, Oh wow, so good. Yeah, uh, everybody remember, always secure enthusiastic consent before you um, play new music for somebody. Um, um, are you are you getting the fake orgasm joke that I'm making, or is it just is it just not connecting here? Oh, no, no, I, I get it, I get okay. it. I was just so concentrating on my own fake uh, consent joke that I couldn't laugh at it. All right, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, we, we've come to a, a, a detente. Um, it was a funny joke, Joe. It was. Uh, you too. Um, so, Paul, uh, yeah. my uh, I now have a family membership to the Oregon Zoo. Uh, it's a mm. great place to, um, even when you have a small baby that cannot comprehend uh, much beyond the fact that he is inside or outside, uh, it's a great place mm-hmm. to wheel him about. 
um, yeah. and uh, amongst other parents. And we went there with a, a friend and their two-year-old had a lovely time. All right, so the zoo has shows next to the elephant enclosure in their brand new gra- grass amphitheater. Um, and I'm trying to decide as a member which show I should attend. Should it be mm-hmm. Mac DeMarco? Should it be Connor Oberst and M. Ward? Or should it be uh-huh. Pat Benatar? Okay. Those are your three choices. Those are my three choices. There's also, I could, well, okay, there's a fourth choice, and it's um, uh, Echo and the Bunny Men and Violent Fe- <laughs> with Violent Femmes, which. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, for some reason, that show seems too on the nose, and like, I, I just don't. I love Echo and the Bunny Man, but I I don't want to see like sixty year old Echo and the Bunny Man. I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. Both those bands are a little old. Although I bet seeing Violent Femmes would be interesting. Yeah, um, the and the point where they played so, Blister in the Sun would be unbearable to me. Yeah, it would it would be a massive self indulgent sing along. Yeah. Um. Okay, Pat Benatar is a fun joke, but fuck no. Um. Fuck. Uh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. Least yeah. woke. Uh, least woke answer. Wait, wait, what's woke about Pat Benatar? I, I psh, come on. She's she's just Pat Benatar. I mean, she's the vanguard okay. of of Yas Queen. Yeah. Oh, really? Was she? I know. I don't know. Were <laughs> you just making that up? I'm just making that up. <laughs> okay. Um, that's funny. I say Yas, not Yas. Um, Yas Queen. Yo, Yas Queen. Uh, anyway. Um. So, uh, Mac DeMarco would be good. He's probably calmed down now, but he used to like troll his audience by like literally oh. sticking his thumb up his ass on stage. Wow. Um, really? Which would be a, that would be a great thing to see at the zoo and would go in well with the gorillas masturbating huh. next to him. Um, then, uh, well, sorry, what was the other choice? It was the it was double bill of Connor Ober- Ward. Connor Oberst and M. Ward. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Uh, that would probably be a good place to pick up some really sad, like, 26-year-old women. Yes. Or 34-year-old um, women. Yeah. Which you probably don't need to do. So yeah. I don't. <laughs> uh, for the record, I do not. <laughs> but all you single Portlanders, Portlandites out there. Uh, Get on that. Uh, consider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but... Uh, the, I would definitely go with Mac DeMarco. The jungle, the, the zoo will be a jungle that night. It'll be a real rainforest. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do Mac DeMarco. I mean, I, I think he's gonna be. He's gonna be like, oh, I'm playing a show at the zoo. I'm gonna get even more high, and that, it's just gonna be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Plus, he is making by far the best current music of any of those people you True. mentioned. I mean, I think um, it, the question of like how much higher Mac DeMarco can get is a, is you know it's sort of like you know in Star Trek like they could never surpass warp ten. It's just like slowly approaches mm-hmm. like you know not warp nine point nine nine nine. And I think Mac DeMarco is at like warp nine point nine nine of like how high <laughs> he can be. You know, it's 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 approaching a level that we can't even understand. I want I want cross genre stoner summits between the likes of Mac DeMarco and like Madlib. Um, yes. See, see what connection the weed allows between people who are doing different things. Um, 
uh, I would just watch a TV show of that, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Why do they waste all these reality TV shows on people without talent? Like, do one with people who are super talented. And, yeah, like, especially musicians who have shit. Yeah, and especially musicians who have no other means of making money. So we might as well put them on TV. We might be onto something the, here. Uh, this Savage Beast TV. Right, um, reality TV, soon. but with people who are not a total waste of space. <laughs> We could we could do one of these online only channels that advertises during like watch ESPN streams, um, that they have some shitty cartoon with like uh, uh, some guy from the state in it. Yeah, the um, the the um, <laughs> online only like CNBC rival always advertises to me at my Twitter feed, and I'm like, why? What? Do oh, you, really? Yeah, Shit. they're like five Adult Swim ripoff on online only channels, as far as I can tell. Oh, um, I'm sure. I, I'm not really interested in watching them. Yeah, oh my um, God. Tell me if any are good. Uh, I will not. <laughs> okay, Mac DeMarco at the zoo it is. Expect a Savage Beast report on that in mid-September. It will be filthy. Yes. Um, I think it's time to play the theme song, Paul. Here it I is. I agree. I was about to say the same. Here it is. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> now. Yes, yes, and you don't stop. Cool ID, best rapper, you don't stop. Fucking dollar for the style for you and your mind. Come on, yeah, you can never define anything but divine love. I'm a savage beast, <laughs> slightly above average at least. Nah, preference is relative. My references consistently uh, bring you to another vicinity. I hit you with the riddles consistently. Dead in the middle, a little triply. Little did we know that we triggered a fissure in the metaphysical imagery, elegant painted in oil. Love is a flower, see how. And welcome to Savage Beast. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Joe Gallagher, uh, and with me, a man who spent uh, too long in the big cat's enclosure, it's Paul McLeod. <laughs> Damn you with your, your uh, yeah, the big cats, they got me. Um, I bear the scars to this day. Um, anyway, Joe, it's, uh, it's another Radiohead celebration weekend. Um, it is. We get one of these every year. It is. Um, but but we're not going to talk about that. I just uh, I just we have to sh- mention that we're recording this two days after. Okay, not okay. Yes. Uh, dropped. Did you get your copy yet? Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. I uh, I um, uh, reserved it with my local store because uh, supposedly the blue vinyl uh, version, which is otherwise identical except the vinyl is blue. Um, it's the classic okay computer blue. Uh, from all the the little diagrams and everything mm-hmm. um was only available from local stores and it was cheaper to do that than buy it directly from waste after the uh transatlantic shipping Indeed. um so um uh i went ahead and reserved that and then i went down there yesterday it's way across town and i got it and the guy was like is this the right edition make sure and so i looked at it it didn't say anything about the color of the vinyl and i was just like yeah sure obviously correct uh, then I got home and opened it, and it was black. No. Um, yeah. The so music I called them is back. ruined. I know. I called them back, and they were willing to um, to uh, reserve me a blue copy. They said it was a mistake, sorry, and everything, and I could come and exchange it, cool. um, which I had to do today because I'm going to be out of town for the next five days. So, got it. Uh, yes, I have it is the um, conclusion to that awesome story. Got it. Yeah. Did uh, Okay, and we will, in our next episode, discuss – uh, mm. the reissued OK Computer. 
Um, yeah, I got my downloads. I got them converted to MP3, but downloaded them in Wave, so I have that. Yeah, uploaded it all to Google Play. Got all the metadata right. It's it's set. I've got those sweet sweet waves. Mm, did you? You didn't buy like the twenty four bit waves, did you? No, because I've researched extensively, like whether twenty four bit. Actually, I just I didn't research it. I read a long explanation about how, you know, just no one has the uh. Like your computer just simply does not have the ability to, like, um, play a twenty-four bit wave in a way that you will ever find to be different than a sixteen-bit wave. That's what I presumed. I think I my sound card could probably do something with it, but I bet I yeah. would not notice like, nonetheless. Y- you would have to. I mean, you'd have to build out a system that was specifically designed to build twenty-four bit waves, and even like a a pretty nice computer. Where like a Mac has does not have that capability. As far as what I read a few years ago, when I was considering buying some Smashing Pumpkins reissues in in twenty four bit wave. I see. I see. Yeah, I have a a fancy sound card for my music production purposes, but even then, I bet I wouldn't be able to tell. Anyway, mm. um, right, right. Good to know. Also. You know, I do have my headphone amp does claim to be able to do 24-bit output, so it would be interesting to try it and just see. Anyway, yeah, yeah. going on. What, what even the difference is between 16-bit and 24-bit um, in terms of what I'm supposed to be able to hear, uh, I'm not sure. Well, mathematically, you know? the difference is just like you get, you get more uh, finer gradient of the uh, level of volume at each mo- point in the waveform. So, mm. like, imagine... Uh, in a in a shitty imagine like you're trying to draw a wave you know which yes. is just like a big sine wave thing going up and down imagine yes. you can only put a point let's say it goes your wave goes from negative 10 to 10 or whatever on a graph yes right so imagine you could only put the down the amplitude at the integers one two three four five six seven eight nine ten in the negative versions uh-huh. so that would be a low bit rate version a higher bit rate means like you could put it at every uh, quarter of a uh, every 0.25 uh, units so you would have um f- you would have more accurate representation of where the wave is at each of those points so that's that's the that's what going to a higher bit rate gives you mm. so theoretically it allows you to uh, more faithfully reproduce the analog signal but i mean at 16 bit think about that that's two to the 16 that's a lot of that's a pretty fine um degree of uh variation anyway so anyway this has been your math podcast uh with two people who barely uh know anything about math um how many uh bits does a nice strong weed gummy add to particular (laughs) (laughs) the weed the weed gummy um uh yeah that's actually a good point the limit the limit does not exist (laughs) Exactly. If you're trying to get a better audio experience, you're going to have a better ROI on marijuana than um, 24-bit <laughs> audio equipment. <laughs> just no question. That's true. Um, That's true. Like uh, stereo, stereo, stereo shops should just sell. Uh, yeah. Uh, just you know, weed weed pellets instead of better. Speakers. They should sell like they should sell weed subscriptions. So it's still a permanent solution. Um, but, yes. uh, yeah, cause they should be like, yeah, uh, you could spend the extra $5,000 on this or just get stoned as fuck, dude. I'm stoned right now, which is mm-hmm. why I work at a record shop. Yeah. No, it is. Stere- it's a different type of person that works at the stereo shop. 
for sure. Yeah. Um, um, okay. okay. <laughs> We're off topic uh, because maybe because uh, our plan for tonight's episode is uh, harebrained and half-assed. And I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a good time. Um, what are, we're calling it um, related artistry, yes, or battleship Spotifyica. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the most ridiculous pun we mentioned, we utter tonight is that uh, the name. So what we're diving into uh, Spotify, uh, everyone's favorite streaming music application. Um, or if you're Paul, favorite streaming music website. Uh, um, we'll we'll discuss this another time. Indeed, <laughs> um, has a, a nice little related artist section uh, for uh, whatever band you're listening to. And if you're like us and you like indie music, alternative rock, uh, the related artists get kind of weird because it turns out uh, there is a vast middle class of artists on Spotify, um, many of which you just have not heard of. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you get, you get to them pretty quickly. Um, and I always find it's interesting that a lot of them have one song that has a lot of plays. Like, I Ooh. feel like it, it may be the, like, you know, 17 companies that Spotify bought that like have contributed to this algorithm really favor artists that have like a couple songs that people like have thrown on their workout mix or their sad summer mix or something like that. Um, My guess would be that it, the same the same logic that's putting it in related artists for an artist you already like is also putting it in people's like Discover Weekly, mm-hmm. and so it gets hit that way. Absolutely, would be my guess. That's very possible. Um, <laughs> so we're going to find out today. Uh, the rules of the game are that we need to listen to um, uh, five songs and judge them, and uh, we can't go. I'd say we're not going to go more than five minutes without listening to a song, clicking through. That's the okay. battle start Sounds part. Good. Okay. Uh, also, because Paul has to be up at 4 a.m. tomorrow morning to fly to Canada, um, <laughs> which is not a oh, euphemism. Man. No, to the to the indie mecca that is Montreal. Mm, so you will um, be of Montreal. Be... No, I'll be I'll be throwing an arcade. I'll be starting an arcade fire, Joe. Wow. Um, their new yeah. their new album is so inoffensive that uh, I've liked a couple of the songs. Uh, I'm really ex- Wait, is there a new Arcade Fire album? Well, their new single, their new singles. Oh, okay. Um, I, I just, didn't even know there was one coming. I'm out. so excited for them to like grow mediocre with age and for to be able to like join and kind of like bashing one of their albums with people. It's it's really exciting. It's an exciting time for me. No, 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 no. It's even better. You'll be able to be like, oh, I've been hating Arcade Fire for yes. two decades. This is the this is the long con. <laughs> um, arguably, it already happened with the last album, which I haven't listened to in a while. So yeah, uh, I will. I will withhold really an opinion. Okay, let's do some related artists, Joe. Paul. Uh, who, who's, who's your seed? Um, so there's a website called randomlists.com, and they have okay. a, uh, a a feature called Random Music, uh, which will just sort of generate five random artists. Oh, okay. So I've set it to five. Uh, well, generate any number. I've set it to five, and I'm going to generate five, and you're going to have to pick one of them for us to start with. Okay. You ready? Give it, hit me. Okay. Uh, They're M83, uh, Ellie Goulding, Vampire Uh Vampire Weekend, Uh Linkin Park, 
uh-huh. and Britney Spears. Whose related artists do you want to dive into? How does this website know your favorite artists already? That's <laughs> oh. my question. Well, you know, um, it's, 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 uh, you know <laughs> it's the internet. It knows everything. Um, God, okay. Uh, Linkin Park will lead us nowhere good. Um because we have to actually listen to some of this music. We do. Um, we could see, start with Linkin Park and see how soon we can get to something good. I, let's do it. Uh, all right. Let's try it. Let's try Lincoln it. Linkin Park. Uh, remember the shitty spelling. Um, you know, I always thought they were maybe from Chicago because there is a Linkin Park there spelled correctly. Uh, Indeed. But no, they're not. They're not? Um, it, no. Wow. The related artists, it's, it's a murderer's row of sh- uh, early 2000s shit. Papa okay, Roach. Okay, P.O.D. P.O.D. is a band <laughs> that I <sighs> pretended to uh, be into because they were Christian, so oh, they were cool. Oh, God. They were cool with my uh, religion. Well, okay. Um, oh, I forgot I forgot about a rule here. I forgot about one of the crucial yeah. rules. Is that the song we listen to has to be... The songs we listen to, they have to be a song neither of us has ever listened to. Okay. That's, um, that's, we're, we're discovering new music through Spotify. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So also on here, we see Skillet, whom you may remember from our Christian music of Paul's past episode. Um, Holly, Hollywood, stained. Hollywood undead. I have. Yeah. Stained <laughs> and stained. Did I ever tell you the story of the guy on my dorm room floor who would sing stained all the time? No, um, I probably did. Oh, there's just this guy who was like, so I was on the nerd floor in college of uh, all people who got scholarships for being smart yes, to a public university. Um, and there was one guy who was like, you know, pretty built for a nerd, mm-hmm. um, but still a nerd. And he would sit in his room like three doors down the hall from me with his door open and he'd whip out his acoustic guitar and his amped huh. microphone. I, didn't, I did not think that was what he was going to whip out. <laughs> yeah. Well, there might have been other things whipped out, but I never looked. Um, he would sing through his amped microphone that one uh, stained song. You know, I'm on the outside. I'm looking in. Like, like a hundred times, I heard him sing this uh, through oh, through a speaker, which was oh, awesome. God. It was just so great. Oh my god, that's <laughs> awful. That's I know that's, his that's other... amplified frat rock. Just oh yeah. I mean, this, his yeah. other big song was uh, that Sister I'll See You one by uh, the Nixons or whoever that was. I kind of like that song. I'm into that it's song. It's a good song it's until this guy fucks it up. Yeah, that's rough. That's not a song you um, want someone to ruin. That's right on the edge of you know, ruining itself. Yeah. Uh, oh, we've got Jared Leto's band, 30 Seconds to Mars. I say let's click through to them. Okay. Uh, another personal connection. My cousin used to hang out with him, as I may have said on this. Wow. Okay. Before. So, so should we look at related artists for them, or should we listen to thir- a Thirty Seconds to Mars track? Let's listen to Thirty Seconds to Mars, because again, my cousin has witnessed the recording of Thirty Seconds to Mars tracks, and I have never listened to Thirty Seconds. All right, to we've Mars. got The Kill, This Is War, Kings and Queens, Closer to the Edge, or Attack in all caps. This is a very aggressive uh, set of top tracks, I have to say. Um, at it least really three is. are a- actual violence, and the others kind of imply it. Um, I don't know, Joe. What's a? What do you feel like? Do you feel like the biggest song for them is going to be the best intro, or do you think like the second most popular one is going to be the one that has I, that's the a, most um, 
actual artistic value. I always hope it's the second most song, and I find a lot of times this the second most popular song just sucks. <laughs> Let's listen to the kill. Let's go for the kill. If I wanted to break, laugh it all off in your face, what would you do? What if I wanted to fight and beg for the rest of my life uh, to never hear that song again? What would you do? <laughs> Joe, uh, I personally love you like a brother. So uh, like a brother, I would torment you by playing it a lot. Uh, um, but uh, wow. Wow. That was some super generic ass uh pop rock what would you call that is it pop punk is it new, get that ge- far ge- is it generic new metal i mean is it uh, no it's too it's too soft for new metal there's no rapping it's not really hard enough to be that metal it's just it's just like imagine the most boring straight ahead 2000s rock you could listen to and that is 30 seconds yeah I pop, to it. pop rock that's a good pop yeah. punk pop punk just ev- so, it's generic everything like it's elements of the most gem- generic of everything yeah um so i always thought that 30 seconds to mars was just a jared leto um vanity project and nobody actually listened to them and they only existed because of because jared leto had other famous things going on no no um but no, they've sold 15 million albums apparently. Yeah, no, I I knew that they they managed to be quite quite a successful band. Um, I think powered a bit by his uh, teen, you know, Tiger Beat stardom. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I think they uh, definitely nailed the exact type of uh, emo dog shit that you know is required to succeed when you're powered by a teen heartthrob yeah pretty much um yeah okay well now i know what 30 seconds to mars sounds like it was um as boring as i thought it would be but more painful perhaps i guess i i have to admit that like the last 20 seconds like i kind of had been bludgeoned into submission and i was just like yeah whatever okay i'm into i'm like i'm i'm like bobbing my head just let it end it was like i think a, i was uh yeah it was like a stockholm syndrome appreciation <laughs> i think by that point i was just reading the wikipedia article and not listening to music anymore <laughs> um and that's a a certain kind of artist um, yeah okay so now we have to go with related artists for this i, I presume i think so yes
Yeah. Um, okay, let's oof. let's daisy chain this shit. You know, there's a slight improvement happening here. It's still terrible, but we've got Muse, Ooh. Imagine Dragons. Okay, Muse. Yeah, Muse is a real How do you feel about band. Muse, Joe? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like Muse as a ridiculous over the top fun band. Person. Yeah, I, I mean, if someone was like, "Here's free tickets to a Muse concert," I'd be like, "This is gonna be fun." Like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I like I would never pay, but I, you know, I'd, I'd get into that. Exactly. Now, Arctic Monkeys are in here. They're a legitimately excellent band. They are a good me. band. Um, we got Foo yeah. Fighters. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Foo Fighters. I listened to their their uh, the color and the shape recently. I was surprised uh, what uh, um, how radio friendly it was. It was a little disappointing. Uh, there's not much there. Oh, the color and the shape itself. You were saying? Yeah. This hmm. the 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 album. Well, we were. <sighs> Man, those singles still feel so huge to me. They I still are. think Everlong is a le- legit all great all time great song. It's beautifully like, produced. Have... Oh, Everlong holds up. But the rest of the album, I yeah. mean, has a lot of songs that I fucking loved, but I just didn't feel the like the um kind of warm like connection to them that I wanted to. I was more like this yeah. is a song I enjoyed singing along to. It's 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 paint by numbers. Well, that makes a lot. That makes the rest of their career make a lot more sense. If when you go back to the part that we thought was good, it turns out to be yeah, just yes. just sort of straight ahead. Exactly. Nineties radio rock. But basically. who who are we clicking here? We've got the Killers. We've got Twenty One Pilots. We've got Fallout Boy. <laughs> I'm tempted to click Fallout Boy. Uh, that's kind of let's go crazy. Uh, well, or we could click someone good. Are we? We have some opportunity. We can get to good artists, like. I'm tempted point. to say 21 Pilots just because I have seen Rob Harvilla's counterintuitive argument that they're actually interesting, which okay. seems is dubious to me. I'm but, clicking, I clicked 21 Pilots. Oh okay. my God, their Spotify listen stats are insane. People listen to these songs 700 million times. They have twice as many followers as Radiohead uh, on Spotify. Uh, um, I want to go out and murder the entire universe. <laughs> No shit. Um, okay. Oh, they have a song let's, called Heathens. Let's, yeah, let's do that. Let's. Okay, we're gonna listen to Twenty One Pilots Heathens. Here we go. Oh God. All my friends are heathens. Take it slow. Wait for them to ask you who you know. Please don't make any sudden moves You don't know the half of the abuse All my friends are heathens, take it slow Wait for them to ask you who you know Joe, what's your opinion of 21 Pilots now? Uh, I'm just going to have... Uh, this is just... I'm, I'm too angry to speak. I mean, this is just... Hey, we've learned nothing from decades of bad pop music. Here we are, okay. staring at it again. Well-produced pop. Okay, I would agree. The well, the the good production 
made that much more enjoyable to me than 30 Seconds to Mars for whatever reason. It wasn't like a good song, but I could kind of get with the groove of it at least. I could like yeah. if I were at a party and somebody put that on, I'd be like, I can dance to this. That's fine. But fuck that. Um, I mean, I I just like there's nothing beyond that. I mean, there have there will there and all are and always will be like good producers who could you know manipulate a beat and a loop to sound okay. But this like kind of like yeah dying robot woman voice that <laughs> that persisted throughout is uh not attractive in the slightest uh i tried to comment on the lyrics but and i didn't really understand that she persisted yeah uh, so the lyrics apparently are 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 inspired by the film suicide squad for which mm. this song was written mm-hmm. I noticed um that. so yeah this is basically like their version of the end is the beginning is the end um but was this was so, uh, really popular i mean this was a uh, uh one of their career defining singles i believe apparently um i have to give myself credit for having never heard it before now um me too i mean i you know I, okay I, I mean i'll admit like obviously this is a band that if i was uh a um you know sort of a a, a gaunt uh, record executive and I, I'm there like I'm, I'm just like kind of feasting on the carcass of an unknown animal uh, in my office mm-hmm. and I'm like I, I need more money I need to I need to suck more money from the bones uh, mm-hmm. from of the the dumb and the young and I heard this I'd be like yes yes we will yeah. we will this is perfect for yeah of course our of course that ends. wouldn't be an accident of course, that wouldn't be an accident in that case, because this was produced by Mike Elizondo, whom you may or may not know as the producer of some of the classic Eminem and Dr. Dre beats mm-hmm. of the turn of the century. Um, like, like what what, uh, uh, what Eminem beats did he produce? Like, My Name Is, mm, I believe. That's a great beat. It's incredible. Um, he also did uh, the first track of the Marshall Mathers album, which was called... Uh, the, uh, Oh, he did the real Slim Shady at least. Oh yeah, um, which is also a good beat. Yeah, that's no, that, a, that might be better than uh, my name is. I mean, oh, they're both yeah, they're both no. so good. Yeah, he's a legit. Oh, he also did in the club Fifty Cents, which is a oh good holy beat shit. Also, that's a good beat. Yes, he's a he's a legit producer. I got no problem with Mike Elizondo. So really, what um, what what you're complimenting here is a fantastic producer. And yeah. uh, he could really make this obviously like totally milk toast, talentless, bland band sound decent with his his. <laughs> he's at the top of his game, twenty years of just uh, absolutely crushing it. Uh, yeah, he's here. I would agree. He, he's probably like you know bragging to his friends. He's like, I, I took this shit band and made them stars. I could do anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, uh, Joe, the Wikipedia page for Heathens says, um, this article is missing information about critical reception. Please expand the article. Um, <laughs> should oh. we edit it live right now to say that it sucks? Uh, Savage no. Beast said so. We, we can't do it until this podcast comes out, and then we can list it as a crit. We need to be able to properly source it. Joe, we can be the only citation for the critical reception of this shit song. Uh, that is going to happen once you see. Once you're listening to this episode, go to the Wikipedia page and look for that. Yes, 
Oh, yes. This is so good. Um, okay. Wow. Paying dividends. Uh, <laughs> to the related artists for 21 Pilots. Let's, let's see what we got. Okay. Got some repeaters here. Neighborhood What is the back. fuck is AWOL Nation? Uh, it's all in caps. I feel like I've heard of it before, but I don't yeah. know what it is. I'm not sure. Pierce the Veil. Mm. Mm. A pass. Yes. Yeah. Mel- Melanie, Marti- Bad- Melanie Martinez. She looks interesting. Yeah. Bad Sons, a bunch of dudes with dyed black hair. Okay. Um, They're bad dudes. Yeah. Young the Giant, I've heard of. Yeah. Uh, is there anybody on here who's really good? Christ, we've got, answer- we've got fun with a period. Yes, we do. Um, we're, we don't need to listen well, we to got that. Neon Trees. I think they're decent. Yeah, Panic at the Disco has some songs. I, you One. know, I have a soft spot for Panic at the Disco as like a bad artist that I enjoy. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I'm with you on that. That's yeah, fine. yeah, they have that, you know, that song. Same with My Chemical Romance, also on this list. Um, I write Sins, Not Tragedies. That's the one. That's a good uh, one. okay. That's a good line. Yeah. Um, Joe, what do you feel like here? I honestly, this all looks well, like we a could, big we could go. To we me. could go too deep. Let's click on Melanie Martinez. She's okay. got a teardrop. Let's. Give women your related artist clicks. Her um, top song is called "Pity Party." That's that sounds perfect. Uh, let's listen. Let's listen to her. And after after Melanie, we're gonna we're gonna dive into. We're gonna go as far as we can to find some good music. Yeah. After this, we'll we'll try to click the best bands we can until we get to something good. Okay. <laughs> so we we okay. neither of us have heard of this person. Uh, even though she, she seems quite popular. Yeah, she's got yeah, she's got almost as many followers as Radiohead. Here we are. <laughs> the, um the Radiohead index. Exactly. <laughs> the it's like a it's like a way it's just a measure of how degraded your culture is, basically. <laughs> Twenty one um, pilots had two radioheads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um okay, so Pity Party by Melanie Martinez. Let's do it. feel me grinding up on you <laughs> joe uh uh i was crying and it's my party so that's fine um wow that may have been our laziest song yet it's uh hook was uh just one of the most famous hooks of the past 60 years um and it was it's made, my yeah. party <laughs> turned into a uh, a pop song with just sort of the uh, lazy lazy yeah. ass production uh yeah. Apparently, Melanie Martinez is a big is the uh, as Wikipedia says often cited as one of the only major successes of The Voice. 
so there you go. I have to say, uh, I, I jammed to this. It was bad, and I jammed to it. I at, For the first, like... 45 seconds i was like this is cool and then i was i was pretty bored by the it, end it got a, it got a, it got old i i would call this more my song where if someone put it on at a party i'd be like yeah this is fun yeah this is dumb and fun that's fair enough i didn't i didn't hate it i was just like eh, it's just uh, i'd rather listen to leslie gore um which i have never done on purpose <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, um, so yeah, Melanie Martinez uh, of The Voice. Um, I love, I love, uh, just like I love Genius, I love Wikipedia. Uh, Martinez is often cited as one of the only major successes of The Voice, is a direct quote. There's only one citation at the end of that sentence, Joe. If you say often cited, should there not be multiple citations, I ask? Well, you, you know, that's just a sampling of the many citations. Uh, that's true that's that's fair then the second to last paragraph of that or the second to last sentence of that paragraph is she is known for her two-toned hair which is um something that had to be put in there that makes sense is she anyway no I, no joke she's not she really is. known for much of anything i when i think of two-toned haired pop star i think of that um see ya uh, yes exactly thank you that is ex- see that's that is, the person who's known for two-toned hair yeah not melanie martinez come on um, also, Sia owns, and Melanie Martinez does not. Let's, yeah, no, let's she be is clear. A, she is a popper. She does not own. Um, all right, <laughs> she, let's. Do she's some. a renter. That's <laughs> uh, how I wish we just listened to Sia's classic chandelier uh, instead of that <laughs> song. Uh, Paul, are we going to try and get to some? We got a list of some good music. I'm Maybe Sia here. will be a related artist for Melanie Martinez for because of the two-toned hair. <sighs> no, we've got okay. So we've okay. So we're starting to see something here. I I see right. at the bottom of the related artist list. I see Lord. I see Tove yeah. Low. Uh, okay, Lord see, is legit good. I see Kesha. I mean, these are these are good artists, kind of. Okay, okay. Hold off on Kesha. Um, sorry to my brother Timothy who loves Kesha. Kesha's the um uh, halsey taylor sean favorite uh there we go yeah i think to me the the good artist here is lord that's the clear choice i know people like tovlo but lord is way better than so her, okay so we've me. listened to lord we all have listened to lord but we could click her that's and a go good to, point we could click her and go to her related artists that's allowed. that's true because i i know all the lord songs pretty much okay so um, so go to lord Okay, and I'm going to her related artists, and we have Ellie Goulding. The uh, the Ouroboros has eaten itself. I see. Um, I bet we could. I wonder how how many clicks we are away from Radiohead right now. <laughs> well, Lana Del Rey showed up. She can't be that many clicks away from Radiohead. Sia as well. Oh, Sia. There you go. Um, Charlie XCX. Imagine Dragons showed up earlier. Uh, Foxes. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm tempted to go there. Um, hmm. it'd be great if it was just like slow core Fleet Foxes music. Get the joke. I anyway, do. I do. Um, I do. It's a bad joke, but I'm glad you got it. Um, uh, I don't know, Joe. We were trying to listen to something good that we haven't listened to before. What What looks good here? Uh, I'm looking at. I'm looking up Foxes. Uh, she's a singer. Mm-hmm. Uh. No, I don't think that's a good place to go. I'm going to say okay. no. She's a British. Ed Sheeran. Okay. Oh, God, no. 
Yeah, not Ed Sheeran. I've never listened uh, to a Charlie XCX song. Interesting. Oh, you know, she wrote that big Icona pop song, the I don't care. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, and what else did she do? I've listened to some Charlie XCX. She's all right. We could try that. I look don't at, remember any of the songs. Look at so. Thompson. Okay. Who is this dude? Uh, let's try him. He looks he looks very earnest. Yeah. Ooh, his number one song is called Window Seat. He's also got Between one called Wafia. The Short Change. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of Wafia, Jim? No. Neither have I. Um, features feel like a bad sign to me, but this guy only has 30,000 30, followers. So one way or another, we're going to find something out that not a lot of people know. He's low on the Radiohead Index. Yeah. Let's ro- let's rock uh, this window seat song. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Give me a window seat. I know the glass can keep me safe. You missed your window and you promised you would change. Give me a window seat and I watch you as I drive away. I want to see your face when you beg for me to stay. You've got me paralyzed from the waist up. So much to say, but it's better to run Cause all the words wouldn't be enough We always like to speak for both of us I carved your name beside my bed Cause I don't like it you were far But how can you make this all about yourself When you're so comfortable where you are Gave you a window seat I knew the glass would keep you safe I missed my window when I promised Okay, that was yep. uh, Window Seat featuring Wafia by Thompson We've come a long way from Lincoln Park <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Joe, I, uh, I have to say maybe it's just because it was, um, uh, a little more grim, uh, maybe it wasn't actually any more complicated or interesting musically, but I, I enjoyed that by far the most of any song we've listened to tonight. That was a, that was a jam. I mean, that was a nice little pop jam. Someone who, uh, uh, clearly, uh, likes Justin Timberlake and, uh, uh, associated producers just kind of, you know, uh, having that slow, yeah slow jam um and i found so apparently the... oh, go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say apparently he's from new zealand so mm. he gets compared to lord a lot because he's only 21 which is about her age um okay i like him he's more. a classically yeah he's a classically trained pianist which is the kind of thing a pr rep would never fail to mention yeah um and uh yeah so he's uh you can hear a little bit of a lord flavor uh, once you know that, yeah. I feel like I'd, um, I I would listen to the rest of his 2016 album Topograph. Uh, yeah, for sure, absolutely. And his name is Thomas Stoneman, so that's how you get Tom Stone hmm. out of that. Um, so yeah, uh, he looks like a scared teenage boy, which he um only barely isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you know, good for him, uh, Thompson. You redeemed this silly exercise, and I hope you you get more than uh, uh, a 
0.01 Radiohead at some point in your life. I I like um, that. I like that the first track on his album Topograph is called Survey Preface, like a topographical survey. <laughs> That's oh, brilliant, brilliant! So so adorable. I like you, Thompson. <laughs> I'm looking. I don't see any more. I don't see any more uh, uh, um, mapping uh, topography uh, uh, civics jokes, but um, that one's good enough for me. Uh, Paul, um, Paul, this was a yeah. this was a a journey. It was a journey. It was. <laughs> uh, Joe, um, what I've learned here is that uh, uh, intentionality is better than randomness. I mm-hmm. think, or maybe we put too much intentionality into the random algorithm. We should have just trusted the machines, and we would have done better, perhaps. That's true. But, um, we probably probably if we started with an artist that we liked. We would have found also and true. just clicked art, clicked other bands that we um, that we sounded good, but we hadn't heard. We probably would have listened to four really good songs. That's true. At least I finally know that Thirty Seconds to Mars does indeed suck, as I always thought. Yes, um, indeed. So, Jared Leto, you may be rich and famous and incredibly gorgeous, but I don't like your music, so suck it. Uh, yes. Well. Um, I, I hope that someday Thompson can piss on the grave of Jared Leto. <laughs> he can say, sometimes you just want to destroy something beautiful as he does it. Um, sorry, that's a Fight Club joke. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah. Joe, do you have anything else? Have you learned anything else about the digital wilds of music? No, I, I lived, but I didn't learn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next time, next time, I don't know if there will be a next time, but uh, everybody um, enjoy your streaming. That's really the message here, I guess. Indeed. Uh, yeah, I think I think this is the end. Uh, the dog, the dog has randomly appeared in this closed mm-hmm. room, meaning that he did something that displeased the wife. So I think that's the end of the, the podcast. Hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> good night, Joe. Good night, Chief. Best of all, most of all, good night, Alex and uh, and Gabe, who who need it most of all. Indeed, Paul. Enjoy being of and in, deep in Montreal, all the way up inside. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, iTunes, that stuff. Good yeah. night. Yeah. Good night. <laughs>